Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite podcast. This week, you know, we got our regular segments. We're going to kill those. We got the NBA, um, the Suns, our team of destiny, maybe, question mark. We'll get into that. Um, College football, the playoff rankings just came out. Definitely going to discuss those. Pretty excited about all that. Uh, We'll get into the NFL recap of last week, maybe look forward a little bit. Um, maybe talk a little bit of London team. I don't know. We'll figure that out. And then we'll go into gambling, discuss how we did last week, uh, how we're so bad at it, but how you could get good at it and um, be better than us. But before we get to all of that, let me start off with an ad from our boys at Fertilizer Service Company. You know what they do right now. They're out in the field. Uh, I just saw on their Facebook page, they're doing grid sampling. You need to hit them up if you need it done. They're the true pros pro. Um, and they're out there working their fucking asses off every single day, the good shit company. So if you need them, hit them up at 660-686-2402, or like them on their Facebook page, hit them up there. They're located off Highway 59 in Fairfax, Missouri. And as always, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. All right, let's get started. My soul, I gave it all. Alright, so if you guys didn't know, the Popeye sandwich is back. Let me go ahead because Get this is my it. beef. This is my yeah, beef. No, yeah. here's the thing. It's, and my it's lifestyle. not the employees. It's not the employees at all. Don't get mad at them. No. They're they're trying. They're really trying their damnedest. The thing is, is like you know. You sold out. You know how popular this thing is. And you're telling me you're gonna be understaffed on the day. I walked in mm, 30 minutes after they opened. From the time that I stepped in the store, from the time that I left, that door or that line was to the door. I went back two days later, same shit. Also, they fucked up my order twice. That one, kind of the employees, but honestly, just like it wouldn't happen if the management really got more on top of their shit. Like Chick-fil-A would never. At my lifestyle, just go to Chick-fil-A, bro. Just go yeah. to Chick-fil-A. I went there today, in and out, five minutes, done. They said they thanked me for coming in. They were so I happy. Miss them knowing my name. Like when we would pull up and the yeah, Chick-fil-A. AJ, AJ was there tonight and he was like, our dude. He was like, Chandler, thanks for doing the mobile orders always. And I was like, no problem, AJ. That's the Chick-fil-A difference. But I do love, there was a Popeye's manager who was given an interview and he, he said, uh, I'd prefer if you don't publish my last name, but you can just te- uh, put me in there as big, handsome Popeye's manager. I love the energy. Uh, but I do think that the biggest difference between Popeyes and Chick Fil A is uh, homophobia. Well, you have that, yeah. At the top, at the top of the line, homophobia. Um, but both everyone, quality, go ahead. Everyone knows that you know gay chickens taste worst. Yeah, and and Popeyes, they got them good Southern chickens. They're you know they're Louisiana based. <laughs> Just a couple of cousins. You know, loving it out. Yeah. Kissing chickens, as they say. Um, that went so that way was, off the rails. Yeah. So that, but that, that was your beef. My beef 
is this fucking thing that we've all watched a thousand times on our primetime television. doesn't matter if you only get the 13 channels or not. You've seen the Cowboys play the Giants a million times in your life, and we're all sick of it. I fell asleep during the game last night. I was sitting there, and my dog woke me up. I'm like, oh, shit. should probably move upstairs. Like, And the, the Cowboys did play well. Um, we'll get into more NFL later, but like, can we just get two different teams? That's all I'm asking, NFL. Roger, I know you're a listener. Just switch it up a, a little bit, please. You got any uh, lifestyle tips for the people since I already gave mine out? I do. It is that time of year again, and by that time of year, I mean my nose is running like the Niagara Falls. So I am one of those people who I guess I like violently blow my nose. Um, I, I don't know. I If you're going to blow, blow violently. Uh, but get, well, it, yeah, get it all out in one shot. I don't need yep. you blowing your nose 30 times in a day. Three good ones will do it. Honestly, I'm a fan of the street side snot rocket. Oh yeah, get it out. I'll even do it in a big trash can. That's respectable. But yeah, you know, if you're gonna get a little rub on, rub yourself back. Vicks vapor mm-hmm. rub. Yeah, you and Robert Kraft. Um, so my. Or no, I already gave my lifestyle tip. I'm so ahead of the game. I'm fucking destroying this podcast. Um, So if you guys haven't seen it, if you guys have been off of the interwebs, you might not know about OK Boomer. And I'm not talking about the Oklahoma chant. Um, My what the feed for this week is OK Boomer, which has been going on for, what do you think, like a month now maybe? I mean, I've been saying it growing up with my dad since I was, you know, seven years old. Uh, Yeah. But. Personal experience. Yeah. Well, Trump. Big B didn't mean, Big B doesn't stand for boomer. Uh, but <laughs> so the, the internet has been taking this okay boomer thing because everybody attacks millennials all the time. What well, really blew up um, earlier this week when Bob Lonsberry said, quote, boomer is the N word of ageism. Being hip and flip does not make you. Does not make bigotry okay, nor is it a diverse, um, effen- acceptable because it is new. Um, this man got ratioed to the moon. You really struggled with acceptable. Well, c- yeah, because I, I actually struggled with the word epithet, and it's followed by acceptable. I think he just tried to throw big words in there to seem smart. Um, okay, boomer. okay, boomer. Yeah, that's um, but he got ratio to the moon, ended up deleting the tweet. Um, there's really only one thing. Um, John Mueller said it best when you're arguing over whether two words, which one is worse, if you can't actually say one word, that's the worst word. White people love saying X is like the N word, like they love not spicing their food on Thanksgiving. It is insane how incompetent these people are with <laughs> just comparing anything. Nothing is that word. Nothing. There is no. not – I there are very few – I don't want to say not because I'm an idiot, but there are very few words that have the same historical and negative context as that. And get the fuck out of here, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm also ready to retire. Okay, Boomer. Like let's just hang it up in the rafters. It's a dead meme now. It's gone once it goes this viral. It's now it's like too much, you know. Like it's uh, I, there was something else that I oh the on that uh, the app that turned people's faces old. I was like nope. Like once it 
once it takes off like that, it gets old, um, like boomers. But I, I did enjoy this guy just getting fucking worked. And then even uh, I have it right here. Fucking dictionary.com's Twitter quote tweeted it and was like, Boomer is an informal noun um, referring to a person born during the baby boomer uh, era. He's like, the N word is one of the most offensive words in the English language. Like, when you have dictionary.com coming in, like, respect for them. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta delete. I think that's right when he deleted the tweet. He saw them quote tweet it and he's like, delete. Honestly, kind of weak on Merriam Webster there. Yeah, they're not with the times. I mean, that's why the spelling bee has fallen off. Yeah, I mean, dictionary.com, they were quick to move words to the internet. Um, Webster's still using the the old uh, ink and paper. Great point. Great point. Yeah. So you see so, anything crazy on the internet? Unfortunately, I have. And I am truly sorry uh, that I have to describe this to you people. I sent this to Chandler. And I don't really have words to explain what is going on, but you know, other countries, if you didn't know, have their own version of American TV shows, such as Germany having their local version of The X Factor. And this girl's talent was to pull a sausage out of her apron and lower her skirt to where you could see her bum with a big old face painted on it it kind of looked like a dog yeah okay that's what i thought uh just was kind of traumatized too much to really uh assess the damage but uh, yeah i mean it really ruined my day just literally like butt scooted back uh until she was on that sausage and i guess just pulled it up in front of the apron in the front um i don't recommend you look it up uh but if you stumble upon it or you're just weird uh go ahead it just had my jaw drop for at least three solid minutes yeah i it was very not from this country like let's just say it that like it wouldn't have made it to the national television cut in america it wouldn't have made it on the stage in america yeah it was ridiculous uh and you had some you had some ideas to go with it or that reddit thread or whatever had some ideas they were out there. Yeah. Uh, the comments on that video were honestly fantastic. I, I was laughing to the point of tears on a couple of them. So if you find it on Reddit, I recommend just reading. Uh, but, you know, we're millennials, whatever. Uh, yeah. But in other millennial news, a drug dealer got arrested. And this is my Google this for the week. And he actually had three exotic pets, a baby tiger, lion and bear. And they became such good friends that after he got arrested, and those three animals were taken into captivity. They remained friends. So apparently in the animal kingdom, it's not actually uh, a thing for animals to stay friends throughout their whole lifetime. Uh, typically, it's a younger thing while they're you know, growing and socializing and maturing. And as they get older, it's you know, not necessary anymore. But these three animals live in the same habitat to this day and are just the best of pals. And you know, just a little wholesome cocaine story. No big deal. You're telling me... That cop didn't walk in and say lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Like that had to be the first thing out of his mouth. Um, it was actually, "Do you have a gun?" And then a couple of shots were fired. Uh, but you know, that's a lot lighter version to look at it. Well, yeah, the PG-13. Um, so my <laughs> Google this is 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 pretty wholesome. So this is a story about uh, Hannah Gavios who 
three years ago, she was on a mission trip in Taiwan and was actually – this part actually isn't that wholesome – was basically like a sex trafficker was trying to like capture her, and she fell off a cliff 150 feet to escape the attacker. Uh, well, on the 3rd, on Monday, she finished her second New York marathon. That's dedication to jump off a cliff. I do have a little bless up. I love how we're flip-flopping. Uh, bad, worse, uh, good, whatever. I uh, was in an Uber ride the other day with this man from Africa, and he told me I have the heart of a lion. And Is there a better compliment in the world? Uh, I don't know. That's like, did Oops, you... Salt. Did you, like, set up in your seat? Or did you, like, perk up a little bit? Oh, the Lion King theme song actually came on the radio, mm-hmm. and, you know, the sun just slowly peeked over the windshield as we, you know, crested upon the hill. It was beautiful. Yeah, Start that's glorious. Um, so that was that was honestly, Alec, thank you for sharing that. Um, before, we get, before we get into the sports, I do have a quick question for you. We've been talking about this a little bit. Um, the beer marathon. So this is – you have to complete a combination of 26 miles and 26 beers. So you can run 26 miles, drink zero beers, drink 26 beers, zero miles, 13 beers, 13 miles. What are you doing? So I think that I'm running until I am so physically sore that I can't anymore. And and then I'm going to take a couple in for hydration, you know, one or two, not too much to really make me woozy. Uh, but – you know, I'm going to have a solid amount to finish when I'm left, and then it's going to feel great. You know, nothing tastes better than a beer after a long, hard day's work or a stupid bullshit game that you're playing with your friends. But, so what's your goal on miles? Like, are you trying to strive for 10? So I'm super out of shape. So I think I would be lucky if I got a whole mile in at a time. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love Jesus. your face there. Unfortunately, we're on the radio. Yeah. And so... I think that I would try to get as many as I can. I think realistically that's anywhere from four to seven. And then, you know, I'm going to have one to two beers and, you know, continue on. So by the time that I'm at the end, that's that's a wild strategy to try to run after the beers. Here's the thing. By the time the beers actually start kicking in towards the end, that's whenever I'm going to really need that liquid courage and, you know, that real push to the finish line. So that's, that's my stance on it. And I'm sticking with it. What They're just going to be sloshed around in your belly when you're trying to I'm go back I'm not drinking out. that many fucking beers, buddy. Still. A couple it's beers. It's not like I'm but... celebrating a snipe celly over here, boys. I don't know. I think you're crazy. I, I think I try to try to get eight miles, and I land somewhere around five, and then just have to drink like 21 beers. You're just doing a blackout. Yeah, like I just – I. Start off, I'm like, all right, let's run, let's go. I get some good tunes in my ears. I fucking go. And then once I finish, just try to get to like – I can't decide if I want a shotgun immediately after running or at the end to just you clean don't. up the mess. Yeah, either one is a death sentence. Um, but I think for me, and like you talked about you're out of shape, like I'm out of shape. Like it's going to be – it's going to be rough. But When's I definitely, the last time you ran? I don't know. Probably Maybe junior year of college. Ago. Yeah. Oof. Like I did that tough mutter. So I mean, I would trained a little bit for that. It's it's gonna be rough. Uh, year Especially, episode's coming up. 
Oh, Maybe an no. idea for us. Oh no! In January, they'd do it on a treadmill. That would Drunk be coat. miserable. I, I think that's worse, honestly. Yeah, doing it on a treadmill would be way worse than like doing it out and about, like on a track or just like running down the, you know, where you have at least some scenic views to make you forget that you have a fuck ton of beers to drink. If you have another opinion, please let us know. I, I'm open for strategies. And if you're drinking beers before you run, if you're like, all right, I'll just shotgun three and then run, you're dumb. I feel like throwing up should be a penalty. Yeah. I, I feel like throwing up, and we need to come up with a time limit. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's 12 hours. Do I have to run? What if I just walk and drink the whole time? See, that's why you have to do a time limit because – because I think if you if you're just like oh yeah you can just walk and drink 26 miles like people will be like all right set my treadmill on like fucking two and put a put the TV on and I'll just walk and drink beers all day. Um, Sounds like a nice Saturday. Uh, if you have rules suggestions, please hit us up with it. Uh, if you listen by now, you know we're terrible at following through, but uh, pique my interest. Yeah. Show me what you sure. got. Talking about piquing my interest, the Suns. I Phoenix think that Suns. all our shit talking finally got through to him. I guess. So I have a couple of thoughts. First, they're doing this without Aiden, which is fantastic. And, he, you know, he's fan, he's great. Uh, but Devin Booker has really improved all around. Not that he was bad by any means, but having such a facilitating point guard with him has been fantastic. As well as it really shows you how much those, you know, betweener, like Marquise Chris and Things like that were weighing him down. I mean, he even looked – Marquise Chris uh, looks terrible on you know Golden State currently. And so I am just over the moon happy. Here's the thing at the end of the day. They're owned by the same people. Yeah. Fuck the Suns. Yeah, the Suns though – I think the best thing about this run is their Twitter is popping. Historically, Suns, Reddit – Twitter has been fantastic. Here's the thing. You have to have a sense of humor about yourself at a, Very at a point, you know, and it's not like their last championship was like forever ago. So honestly, they've been good sports about it. Uh, it sucks having an owner like that. At least it's not James Dolan. But I do want to remind everyone about the trend that we had last year with the Memphis Grizzlies and the Sacramento Kings having super hot starts. Neither of those teams you know, landed above 500 at the end of the year. Memphis won like 13 games in a row uh, early on last year. Everybody was super hyped about uh, Sacramento. They Just ended let up, the Suns have this. Just let them have it. I can't. Can't. Yeah, but I've, I've been enjoying the Suns and their Twitter very much. Um, something else I've been enjoying – LeBron James playing quality basketball. It's made me realize that I, I love the NBA um, again because it was kind of disappointing there at the end. But him and uh, AD have been playing super well. So I think first and foremost, when's the last time LeBron had a big like that? Ever? Never. Like yet. I mean, we kind of talked about this the other day. I said Zildrunas Elgaskis, and you were like, who? And it's just because I followed LeBron his whole career. He had Shaq, uh, just an FYI. Yeah, I mean, that was – Shaq was in, like, 08, I think, is when he had him. Shaq. Shaq. Dude, Shaq. Big I understand. Beast. But it was, like, his last year. Shaq attack. The big cactus. Is that a nickname, for real? When he, was in the, when he played for the Suns. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I think that, you know, the AD uh, 
LeBron combo has been fantastic. Uh, you know, his hair hasn't hurt him that much. I thought that was really going to be a factor. But I keep looking at the box scores. And I'm like, man, like LeBron, like, isn't doing that great. But like, he, he's LeBron. And he's doing fantastic. He, he just has such a high standard that I think people kind of forget about that sometimes. It's crazy. We keep we've compared him to like 37 other players being like, you know, you start out it's like, OK, LeBron versus Kobe, LeBron versus Jordan, LeBron versus KD, LeBron versus Kawhi, LeBron versus Giannis, LeBron versus... And it's like he just stays here. He's as of this morning, he was leading the league in assists. You're not going to convince me that he's better than all those players uh, currently, but he is the. Besides, obviously, you have the exception of Wilt Chamberlain in the NBA, but he is the best all-around NBA player we've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, Magic was up there too. It kind of sucks that that he got shut down early, but like, I mean, they're they're you're looking at a guy who's going to be. Why was that again? Uh, he really, really, really liked kissing girls. Gross. Yeah. Especially in the locker room after wins, which is kind of cool. Um, anyways. Okay. Damn. Uh, you flipped that and reversed it on me. Okay. Go ahead, King. Fuck. I kind of lost where I was going. Oh, I was going to talk about what do you think about AD pulling the old uh, nothing like playing at home in Chicago? I um, am surprised – AD didn't pull the hamstring, actually. So, you know, that's just a matter of time this year. They're going to be riddled by injuries, and they're going to have a tough streak. But uh, I, who cares, honestly? I think he's AD's just playing there for the ships. Yeah, oh, I think so. I think so. Uh, I do think Chicago might uh, turn around a little bit. They're on the up and up, but uh, it's nonsense. Uh, just like the whole cat and bead thing, um, it's just it's ridiculous I that mean, was just hilarious because i could just make so many memes out of it and it made me laugh so much the fact that they fought like little school girls or middle school girls was fantastic to me yeah i mean and then simmons came in and literally put cat in a rear naked choke in the middle yeah, of the court tapped out like he just jumped on his back it was like it was what it reminded me of perfectly was like when the little brother gets that shot on the big brother and he just wants to seize the opportunity, he was like, okay, he's down at the bottom of the pile. If I just jump on him right now and I, I can slip this rear naked choke in. And then he tapped and he was so fucking mad. Honestly, bullshit that Simmons has not faced any sort of repercussions for that and has been labeled as both the NBA and the Timberwolves as a referee of sorts in that fight. Just nonsense. Uh, but I do want to talk a little bit about Simmons – overrated question mark i mean he's never made a three in his life i don't think so he has no that happened earlier this year in the preseason like one yeah and they've everybody lost their minds um yeah i don't know i i i need the nba to keep producing at this level that it's at right now because i'm afraid we're going to get like a little bit of a slump of like no fights and just like average games and i need these good games to continue to happen, and I need rear naked chokes at the fucking free throw line to continue to happen. From the top of the rim. Uh, oh, we'll also, an, an, another trend that I'm enjoying is the fake flinch on, like, bad shots. Have you been seeing this? Yes. I love it. So, like, it's just the ultimate beef of, like, guys shooting terrible shots and they'll, like, flinch as it's, like, going to ricochet and hit them in the face. Makes me laugh every time. Al Horford did it to Devin Booker the other day, and like, buddy, come on. 
Well, and then Booker did it back to him. He shot like a half there. court shot, yeah, and he like it was way off, and he like flinched, and it just puts a smile on my face. Um, this league, this league. Speaking of that, Draymond just like, oh, I'm hurt along with the rest of my team because I do not want to play with these fucking garbage cans. Do you blame him? No, it's that's that's um just say it. Like the only thing that it's like we all know what you're doing. Nobody wants to play on that team. Except every single one of those players who's currently employed by them for bare minimum of the league. Well, yeah, I mean, those guys, that's awesome for them. But, like, Draymond's sitting there and he's like, this just sucks. I should have been nice to KD. <laughs> he said that was a reason why he left. Yeah. I just would like to challenge anyone to go and look at the Warriors starting lineup and tell me how many of those people you remember being in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't. You gun to my head, like, name the Warriors starting five. Just kill me. Well, I think that, well, I, I was going to say Clemson feels the same way, but truly, I feel like Alabama feels that way. I feel like they're uh, losing their grip a little bit. Yeah. Switching up to college football, we got the new rankings out. The uh, playoff rankings did just drop um, right before we started recording. So for those of you who haven't looked or live under a rock, it's uh, Ohio State at one, which we've been talking big about Ohio State for a while now. LSU slipped to two uh, on the bye. I mean, I think they should have stayed one. I do love their schedule, but understandably so. We've been talking big about them. Alabama at three, Penn State at four, Clemson at five, Georgia at six. I'll go ahead and just list the top seven or top ten. Oregon at seven, Utah at eight. Pac-12 has to be partying right now. Um, Oklahoma at nine and Florida at ten. Auburn back to eleven. Top eleven there. Um, yeah, Clemson. This is. Bulletin board material for Clemson. D- Dabo has been in the top four the last like 25 weeks, and this is going to be posted all over the locker room. Oh, 100%. And I think that's why I hate him because y- you know it's just because you played a weak schedule. You know that you're undefeated. And I get that you kind of have to put your players in that mindset, but like get out of here with that nonsense. Their best win is against Texas A&M, and they were 12th at the time. They're not ranked anymore. Uh, so it's just. I mean, stuff like that. I was getting chirped about people were asking why uh, Wisconsin was ranked above Minnesota and K-State at 6-2 and two is ranked above Minnesota. Um, folks, this just comes down to the eye test. Like, just look at the teams and you understand why Minnesota is, even though they're at 8-0, they're at 17. They haven't played anybody and they're going to get... They're fucking doors blown off by Penn State later. Um, but good for Penn State for being in the top four. Uh, I think what, – what who do you have as your final four? I, I think it's pretty clear, but what do you, what do you think? You know, the committee's finicky uh, with conference championships, so we'll see what happens between LSU and Bama, but I do believe they are two of the top four best teams in college football. And I think that after that, it's, of course, Ohio State. Um, Penn State could, you know, truly shock me if they beat them in the, you know, Big Ten championship game. But like, I just, I don't think Clemson is it, you know. I think Clemson does get in just because they're not going to play anybody and they're the defending champions. They're going to be undefeated. Yeah. Uh, so I think you have, you, you know, your SEC and Big Ten champions at one and two, um, and then I think you have Clemson at three, and then I think you have the better of the SEC or Big Ten losers there. So 
or LSU because it kind of it's going to be weird. Like if LSU loses to Bama, then Bama wins. I could see LSU getting in there at four with if it's Penn State that loses to Ohio State, Penn State staying out uh, just because you got to go off strength of schedule there. And LSU has beaten some legit teams. So I don't know. It'll be interesting because we have some, you know, big time rivalry games coming up and games that actually mean stuff. If you're, if you're in Clemson, you're in the driver's seat. You're sitting there. There's four teams ahead of you and they have to play each other. It's dumb. Honestly, the ACC is a joke. It should be it is. thrown in with the Pac-12. It, I mean, the Pac-12 has to be like, what, who did they pay to be ranked seven and eight? Okay. They, they have a chance to get in. If like catastrophe happens, if somehow, I, I don't even know, but you know, if let's say Georgia wins the SEC championship, like it, it's going to be weird, but they do have a shot, but they don't deserve it. Um, and Oklahoma, the big 12 also sucks. Yeah. Agreed. I, uh, I I don't know if anybody in the Big 12 will care, but uh, you do have basketballs on. The Big 12 doesn't give a fuck about football anymore. Fair. Uh, Bill Walton will have uh, some questions for you about your disrespect to the Conference of Champions. Just an FYI. Yeah, I'll be uh, be looking out. I think his his mail when it comes in, it's pressed with a big hemp leaf on it, like in wax. So I'll know it's him. <laughs> Pro- probably. <laughs> yeah. I just assume it's like a tie dye letter. Um, oh, a hundred percent. It's written in tie dye with like groovy black lettering, or it might even be dark tie dye with yellow lettering. I could see him doing that. I think it's gonna be like one of those Hallmark cards when you open it, a song plays, and it'll be the Grateful Dead. Like I just open it, and the Grateful Dead is playing. I'll have to read it off. Instead of like confetti comes out, it's just like a giant whiff of marijuana smoke. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love Bill Walton. Um, you have any other? I mean, we have Bam LSU's this weekend. Tua is going to be back. I'm excited for that. We have Maction on now. That's been official. Uh, it's exciting seeing football every night of the week. I'm in love with that. Uh, you got anything else, college football? I'm not trying to sit here and look through a crystal ball all day, honestly. I I did have a couple a couple things. I I was going to let you, but so one, have you seen the story about the Florida head coach's wife? No. So it's Dan Mullins, I'm pretty sure is the coach of Florida. His wife kisses every player on the cheek as they get off the bus before, I think it's before every game. But the story came out that people took a screenshot and it looks like he is, she's kissing them on the lips. So like everybody's just been saying that he's been getting cucked by his whole entire football team. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Weird. It's a very like Southern thing. Uh, to just like, hey, I'm you know miss whatever is gonna kiss you on the cheek before we start the game. And these players are yes, Dan Mullen. The players are just like, what in the fuck is this? Like, we don't want to do this. But it's also like, I don't know. Maybe you uh, get sold to go there by recruiting. It's like, hey, you gotta, you know, have my wife. That went down a deep dark turn. I I had comments, but not anymore. You done? Just sit I, with it. Leave that leave that sour taste in my mouth. Um, and then we we can talk about this in gambling, but the Mizzou Georgia line we can talk about that later. If you want to go ahead and, and move on. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm ready to talk some professional football shambles. Let's uh, do it. 
classic joke is uh, Browns are going to the Super Bowl, and that's exactly where Baker Mayfield's head looked like it was before his presser uh, after the game. I've been talking to some Brown fans here on the Hill, and honestly, every single one of them expected it. So, like, kudos to them, but... Did they, though? Yeah, honestly, every single one of them is like, man, it's the Browns. Like, immediately. Not skipping a beat. If you had asked them on Labor Day, they they would have a different answer. Maybe, but they are, they're settled back into defeat. And I bet it feels a little comfy and good for them. Well, it's routine. It's a, it was an easy place to find. Like, it wasn't hard for them to get back there. Um, it'd be a lot different than, like, Patriots fans accepting it. Like, Browns fans have been accepting it for a long time. But I don't know if Baker could have looked any worse in that presser. I don't know if his play could look any worse. He's leading the league in interceptions. That's pretty bad. He just – he will not target Odell. Like, I am unsure if it's the offensive coordinator or if it's Baker. But every time I watch, I'm just like – I Odell is – you know, open or at least in a route that you could like, you know, make a decent throw and like let him go up and compete for it. But he's not even trying that. It almost seems like he's been stuck with such mediocre, you know, teammates for so long that he's not really given his good players a chance. And like, I don't want to push this OBJ is a bad teammate narrative, but I would like to push that something's going wrong with that offense. And I have no idea what it is truly. It's Freddie. You got to start pointing fingers somewhere. I think you point it right at the head coach to start because, I mean, they are an extremely talented team, and obviously they had all the hype being on the cover of every single magazine, um, being all flashy and GQ, and Baker looks like a fucking stud, and then now he looks like Stan Marsh. Uh, it was really weird seeing OBJ and Hustler, honestly. Yeah. Are you a subscriber? Yeah. they I, Honestly, the guy who owns Hustler sends one out to every single congressional member. <laughs> once a month nice nice <laughs> yeah. I, I i envisioned uh big b being a subscriber and he's like i like it for the articles like <laughs> that's what i envision but i mean they also like why can't the obj and um now i'm blanking on the other receiver why can't they just wear the like appro- team appropriate stuff do you see they got fined again because they Who had cares? to like just wear the stuff. I don't know. It just that's just something that's like that's the Patriots players would never do that. Patriots players don't always look like they're having fun though. I mean, winning is pretty fucking fun though. Can't disagree with that. Yeah, and Browns don't know anything about that, but they do know about threatening people to murder them. Jermaine Whitehead, the Browns linebacker, literally went on a Twitter rampage threatening everybody that they can. Come get it in blood, bitch. And uh, gave out the Browns address, said he'd be waiting. And come so get it. I just constantly, constantly find beef with Clay Travis. And I know that we talked about this some before, but it's absolutely absurd how clickbaity he was with these articles. He literally posted an ESPN article that says, this is unacceptable. Direct quote from the Browns. It will be handled internally. They literally could not cut him until the league office comes open on Monday. And Clay Travis is out here literally doing the one thing that he complains the most about. Super woke, super progressive, being ahead of the curb and being super sensitive. Oh, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? Why don't you pick a fucking narrative and stick with it, buddy? I'm so sick of him doing these clickbait articles. I'm so sick of him trying to push this narrative that literally just look into it. 
like if somebody called you after you had left work on Friday said, hey, this paperwork that you didn't file needs to be done. You're not going to go in immediately. You're going to get that shit on Monday, just like every single one of those people in the Browns organization did at their job. I'm frustrated, to say the least. He was up at 6 a.m. getting those tweets off. He knows how to get the people going, honestly. That's for sure. I mean, he got under your skin, so, I mean, kind of a W for him. I I get beef with Clay Travis. I I do. Yeah. I mean, he he does have some good takes, but, I mean, a lot of them are just so far out there. Uh, They just regress. They constantly go further and further. You know, he initially, you know, played the race card, and, like, man, it doesn't matter who that was. Like, that person's getting kicked off the team. But then on top of that, just, you know, one, bashing ESPN and two, bashing the organization for saying it's unacceptable and it'll be handled internally is like, what do you expect? That's exactly what they should say. That's exactly what they should do. They made every proper move there. And you're just being a whiny little baby. He loves saying, imagine if the sports media reaction or imagine the sports media reaction if a white player said this, like he loves doing that. I'm sure he's compared things to the N word. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, speaking of the N-word, Matt Nagy, Bears are done. I just wanted to <laughs> – I just wanted that – felt, that felt smooth in my head. I might have to cut that in post. Uh, let's just go ahead and move on to the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I'm done there. Uh, Chiefs had a great win this last Sunday. Indeed they did. Are oh you going to be able to God. hang on? Talk about the Chiefs, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, okay, so they had a great win against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, I love him to death. I wish I could play against Kirk Cousins every single week because he's such a shitty quarterback. Uh, I think Andy Reid did an amazing job coaching up this team because it was a great team win, and the Chiefs do have a lot of good pieces, especially on offense. When they come together, uh, they could make somebody. Name one. Tyreek Hill. Okay. Travis Kelsey. Maybe. Sammy Watkins. Um uh, when they can come together uh, and play well, they can make somebody like Matt Moore, who was retired not too long ago, look pretty decent uh, and have a perfect passer rating under pressure, which is pretty impressive. Uh, but a high school coach. That yeah. means he's teaching PE. That's insane. He, he was, was literally, literally having kids go and grab basketballs and just shoot around and play four square. Like, he was playing wow. people too. He's playing little kids two on one in badminton and smoking them. Everybody hates that gym teacher. You just, I, but that's like ex NFL gym teachers definitely are like that. Honestly, uh, my old high school had a stripper as a gym teacher, ex stripper, I will say. But uh, good God, was that man athletic? It just blew my mind. Great legs, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he also Matt uh, Matt Moore had like a fat dip in, just like a lipper all the time. And they're like, Hey, uh, Mr. Coach Moore, you can't uh, chew. And he's like, Shut up. Uh, I will say a couple finishing comments. Andy Reid did mismanage the clock once again at the end of the game. It almost came back to bite him in the ass, but we we persevered through it. I couldn't get that word out. Um, Butt kicker, I am. Uh, Butt kicker did a great job. And then I want to ask you your thoughts on the 91-yard run by Damian Williams. Did Tyreek Hill ruin that run for him? Or was that just impressive by Tyreek Hill or, and impressive by Williams? I, th- I think he ruins the run a bit. I do. He maxed out at 22.64 miles per hour. It was insane. 
Uh, it's second. impressive, but here's the thing. We weren't talking about Williams run the next day. We weren't talking about Williams tying the franchise record for longest rush from scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about Tyreek Hill running 22.6 miles per hour uh, and catching him, beating him to the end zone. I think it's uh, worse <laughs> being that defensive back who just got smoked. I mean, just blown out of the Dusted. fucking yeah i mean tyree kill just blew by him as he couldn't even catch the running back like he couldn't catch either of them let alone to have some guy come from 10 yards behind and just like Foom! yeah it, it almost looked like somebody had made a madden character and just jacked up the speed for real it, it was like 99 it was like you broke the button and you typed a cheat code and you got like 104 in speed instead of 99 i'm not mad at him for it but yeah i do think he ruined the run I think it's kind of comical at the end, um, but yeah. I mean, it, they're bros. It don't matter. Yeah, I mean, they're teammates. It was a great team win, like I said. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Patriots? Franchise over? Shut the dynasty down? Bill should retire? I think it might be that time. You know, oh. hit the panic button. It's obvious that Bill Belichick has lost it. I mean, we all know that running quarterbacks can't throw well. They're, you know losing their head in the pocket while they're under pressure. They are inconsistent. All they do is run and have a rocket arm, and you can't even defend that, Bill. I really am struggling to see uh, where he goes forward from this because I don't see anywhere but down, truly. Yeah, everybody knows that when you lose to an MVP candidate in week nine of the NFL when they're doing a Hall of Fame ring induction at halftime of one of the greatest players in NFL history – your franchise is over after that game. Has to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm Until glad. he gets another tight end that's murdered someone, and then they're right back at it. Yeah. That's that's the key to his offense. He needs a killer. <laughs> he needs a killer and a kisser, and he's already got Tom. Yeah. And a partier. For some reason, Gronk fit in that offense. That doesn't make sense. I mean, obviously, he's a superhuman when it comes to being tight end, but like him fitting in the organization just didn't make sense to me. But uh, amazing player. I think he'll be back so- at some point. Same with Andrew Luck. Uh, and then I also need your thoughts. I, I need your – go ahead. I see your face. I, yeah, I think that that's honestly – I disagree with that trend. Like I think that we are moving into a new era of NFL where people are – like going to retire and going to stay retired. Uh, no more Brett Farving. Uh, CTE is a huge issue now. I mean, obviously, Gronk literally talks like you half of this podcast with oatmeal in his mouth. You he was know? born it, that way, though. Well, he's, he's like on the right brothers. track, baby. His brain was beat in before he was three years old, man. I get that, but I just I think that we're getting smarter, and hopefully, I hope so. Uh, but I, I think luck is for sure done. I, Gronk might just come back for the Super Bowl. Who knows? That'd be pretty tight. Could he do uh, that? I think so. I don't really know how it works. Huh. I, we'll get back to you. Well, you can listen. sign. I do know, so not to brag, but I did read a book about um, this NFL long snapper who actually Nerd. signed who actually signed to the Patriots like in during the playoffs because their snap long snapper got injured. And he came off the street, so I don't see why he couldn't. I don't know, though. Um, Fun little fact for you. Apparently, being a long snapper in the Canadian Football League is the longest uh, any like professional sports athlete typically has in, like, in, like outside of a normal time frame. Uh, because you have to have so many Canadian players, 
and you know it's just a simple thing like once you can snap like you're cool and and those people beat the longevity of the average player in any other sport according to their position by a significant margin it's insane it's impressive uh, what are your thoughts on NFL NFL team in London I I don't have any yeah, I'm off of it because this last London game really sucked, and I'm not I'm not cool with 8:30 in the morning Sunday football games. Like it's cool once, one time, but the yeah. rest of them should just be thrown in the middle because the game sucked. Gardner Minshew sucked bad. Also, uh, play it just play the whole game at 8 a.m. and then immediately start it over for the rest of us normal people. Yeah, just um, blacklist all the people who were at the game off social media, like don't let them put any scores or stuff out and just like show it normal. They've done some noon games. They just have to play them at night over there. And I, I just don't think it works out with their schedule because they're playing in like a soccer stadium or whatever. Uh, but the, the Chargers, there's been a lot of talk of them moving. Uh, I don't think they ever should have left San Diego. There was a whole stadium issue. But m- my whole thought, then people are talking about them going to St. Louis. My brain immediately went to Phillip Rivers, the amount of tuition he'd be paying for nine kids to go to private school in St. Louis, like he would have to ask for the bag as a contract that he's already gotten. I mean, Philip Rivers is tremendously overpaid. I'll stand by that. I don't think you're wrong, but I'm just saying, just take like nine times twenty thousand. I mean, I guess that's only like two hundred thousand. Um, oh, chump change, not a big deal, not at all. I don't think it's chump change, or I think it's chump change as well. But it just, it just made it hilarious to me like nine little rivers kids and like boots and bolo ties and their catholic school uniforms uh i thought it was pretty hilarious so i I'm love gonna, that your broke boy slipped out there for a second we get two hundred thousand dollars a lot of money oh i'm gonna on an intern salary yeah please yeah. buy our merch and stickers and literally just support me anyway just that donate you can money i love you um so i'm gonna give a top four bottom four i wanted to mix it up a little bit so Go I'm gonna get my, my top my top four is not that crazy, but I have Saints at one. I have 49ers at two. I have the Ravens at three and the Patriots at four. Um, I think Drew Brees coming back, great. 49ers defense is really good. Uh, Shanahan's doing a great job. I have the Ravens. I mean, you can't you gotta beat they beat the Patriots, so they're up there. That's that's how it is. That's how it works. I'm sorry, I didn't make the rules. I follow them. Um, and then I have Pats, they're there. I mean, whatever. I don't care. My bottom four. Now I'm excited. Okay. You had some variation? There's been some movement. Okay. Okay. So I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the, at the 29 slot, let's say. Okay. I have the Jets. No, no, excuse me. Then I have the Falcons. Because they're mm-hmm. extremely talented, but Dan Quinn needs to go. Second to last, I have the Browns. They're, they're okay. stuck. I mean, they suck. They they Until they can right the ship, until Baker can figure out what facial hair he wants to have, because he shaved three times during the game, um, they, they deserve to be back down there. It was a quick um, descendance from the top of the ranks in the NFL order. They need to figure it out. I don't know. I think it's going to come down to firing their coach. It's almost like you've been saying everything about the Browns that uh, Browns fans have been saying for the last six years. 
Yeah, I feel so sorry for them. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, you live in Ohio. What do you expect? And, and like Cleveland, too. Not even. I'll die on that. I've never been to Ohio, but uh, it just doesn't seem great. Drove I'd love to once. be proved wrong. They have a cool uh, indoor water park somewhere. Everybody loves water parks inside. They go, you know what's better than being outside on a sunny day in the middle of the summer? Freezing my ass off in the middle of winter and looking at snow outside. Fuck out of here. That's, I was just saying they're one highlight, dude. Um, and then I have the Jets at the bottom. They Your have one crashed. I'm mad about the one highlight, man. Your one highlight is a seven-year-old's birthday party. What? What are you talking about? An indoor water park? It just sounds oh, like it's... that's all I know. I've I've said I drove through it once. That's all I got. Oh, rock and roll hall of fame. They have the rock and roll hall of fame. Ooh, that's true. That's true. There you go. Isn't Canton there too? Fuck yeah. So they got two things. You, you know, the, we just felt bad for him. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Throw the dogs a bone. Throw the Browns a bone. Get it together. Dog pound. They do have the dog pound as well. Tight. Yeah. So, uh, you have any other comments on that? I think the Jets should just go ahead and end it as well. They lost to the Dolphins. Which, honestly, if you're the Dolphins, why? I, I, I don't know. I literally don't know. Then, I, I think they're still that... going to get that pick, probably. I don't know, though. I thought that the whole time I was watching the Redskins Dolphins game, it's you, neither of these teams want to win. It's been, mm. Like I mean, it, the Dolphins have noted that they're tanking. I get it's okay for team morale. You get a little bit of a boost. You're probably sticking with your coach there. Everybody understands the deal, but I just, I, why? If you're really gonna commit to the tank, commit to the tank. I agree. Uh, so you want to get into gambling? So. I haven't been great at it, actually. Yeah, uh, me either. Just, I mean that in the fact of placing and actually gambling. I just moved, all you listeners, um, from D.C. to D.C., uh, just a little bit Congrats. closer into work. Honestly, the new place is pretty tight. I am digging it. I'm actually recording currently from where I live now, and I don't have to walk down the street to the library where they have uh, wackadoodle hours. Everything here closes early. East Coast people are weird. Dude, not um, but, as bad as Columbia. Columbia is like they'll just be closed on random days of the week. Columbia hours, I've I've been I'm like so sure of it. They just like have each day has a different hour and they're closed on like random ass days. They just do whatever they want. But also a lot of you v- listeners probably didn't know that Alec has been so dedicated. He's literally been scheduling time at the library to go in and record for the last month. They hated me. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. Because I was pushing them to their limits on uh, the rules that they had set for closing time. But we did it for you guys because we care. So we'll go ahead and thank you for thanking us. We'll go ahead and pat ourselves on the back right now. Yeah, I I appreciate that. I needed that from myself. You're welcome. So do the Green Bay Packers because that was one of my picks last week. Trash. I'm going to tell you that I do. Yeah, rough. I don't remember the Kansas City-Minnesota over. I'll look at it real quick. I, I think I, it hit, though. I think so, too. Uh, my Hawaii Fresno bet uh, definitely hit. Uh, obviously, the Nationals won. I went to the parade on Saturday. It was a pretty fun time, uh, but honestly, they're just not a baseball town here. Uh, people are really excited. Don't get me wrong. There's a little bit of a buzz in the air. That game was fantastic. I watched it out next to the stadium in the rain with you know thousands of other people, and they were running through the street, and that was great, but... 
the parade seemed a little bit lackluster, uh, mostly because you just didn't have the right tailgating atmosphere. I'm a little disappointed in DC as a whole. But back to my bets. Uh, Washington. You're overhit, by the way. Perfect. So total was 46. They hit 49. So I currently am going. Do you know the look up the Florida Georgia uh, under over, please? Oh. So my Washington Houston bet hit fantastically. I knew James Harden, John Wall, they're going to go out. They're not going to be uh, ready for the game. And John Wall doesn't have to play. So that hit. So I'm currently sitting at 3-1 and one from last week. Milwaukee ended up losing to Boston and then beating them a few days later, which is extra rough that they didn't cover that two uh, points. So, you know, currently sitting at 3-2. and two And what did you – you said the um, – it hit, under hit. Congratulations. 4-2. What's up? That Honestly – Pretty solid bets here, guys. Uh, you can't go wrong. I'm obviously a super genius at this. and You literally just, said you were so bad, and then we counted your record, and now you're so good. Here's the thing is you got to throw everything at the wall. Something will stick. Also, you don't want to be cocky. True, because that's when the bookies strike. I went 4-3 and three last week, but I had some trash picks. Go ahead. Tell the people. So I had – I. For some reason, I was feeling big on the NFC North. I also took the Packers, and I took the Lions, both L's. Um, and then I took the Patriots, minus four. I think I just like wanted to bet that because I wanted them to lose, and I knew if I bet them, they would lose. So in the NFL, Confidence. besides my, my bonus pick in the NFL was Houston across the pond. That smashed. Um, but the main NFL picks, all losses. My college picks, all W's. K-State, minus five against Kansas, destroyed that. TCU Oklahoma State over, blew it out of the water, and Oregon minus five versus USC nailed it. Nice. What about next week? What you got? So next week, uh, my first bet, I think, is uh, I don't want to slap the L word or the G word on it, but uh, Penn State minus seven versus Minnesota, I think it's going to smash. Lock or guarantee. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put those on there, but I might. I'm I'm tempted to uh, throw those words around. Every pick I make is a lock until it doesn't hit. Just fair enough. Um, so then I also have. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I take LSU plus six against Bama. They've clearly played the better teams. Tua's coming off that ankle injury, um, and I think he'll be back. LSU. Uh, it's at Bama. That's gonna be tough, but I, I like it. And then I also have. Uh, Mizzou versus Georgia. Georgia, Georgia minus 17 and a half. Mizzou is just hot, hot garbage. I don't even know if they won the bye week or not. You know what? Uh, they're they're rough. And then into the NFL, I have New Orleans minus 13 and a half versus Atlanta. I already talked about how I think Georgia, or, uh, New Orleans is the best team in the NFL, and I think Atlanta's in the bottom four. Uh, they are just, they can't, they have no leadership. Their coach is terrible. On the other hand, you have a hall of fame quarterback and one of the better coaches in the NFL and a great defense. Um, so I think that new Orleans rolls there. I have Baltimore minus 10 versus Cincinnati. I think Baltimore rolls as well. I think they're hitting their stride. Lamar Jackson's looking great. Uh, they put up they had 210 rushing yards against the Patriots. So I, I think that's a good football. A 10 is a good number too. I like 10. Uh, two touch. That means two touchdowns. You're sitting comfortable, uh, yeah. and then whatever that is what that means. Whatever the Kansas City spread is against Tennessee, just take it, because uh, I do think, um, much like OJ wearing the Mahomes 
outfit for Halloween. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to come back and do some killing. He's going to murder the Tennessee Titans uh, defensive backs, and it's going to be an onslaught. I'm excited for it. If not, we still have the great Matt Moore, who is going to lead us to championship victory um, all week long. And then my bonus pick is the Dumpster Bowl in the NFC North, uh, mainly on the Chicago Bears side, but I have Detroit minus three versus Chicago. Mitch Trubisky, done. Matt Nagy, the N-word, probably going to get fired. I can't believe you just doubled up on that, man. I had to. It's a callback. Interesting. Uh, yeah, white people, huh? I, I know, folks. Just white so people I, like I said, I've been moving. I didn't have any picks this week, but I do have a return of an old favorite. Fake takes. So my first one is Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid friendship reportedly sparked over both sleeping with Ben Simmons' ex-girlfriend. Nice. Probably true. That's honestly extremely true. Yeah. Dabo Sweeney pays college football playoff committee to be labeled as an underdog. A booster did that 100%. He called up to a booster and was like, get us to number five so I can put this on the bulletin board and we can try to win some games. Some more games. Some more games. Nobody. Yep. So, uh, on one other little note, Trey Young on fire this year. Oh, good for him. Um, that's all you got? Yeah. I, honestly, uh, I would love if you guys bought some merch, uh, whether it's T-shirts, whether it's stickers, whether you need a good old-fashioned clock because you're a boomer, any of it, that would be fantastic. Uh, all up on the website, we got links. Check out our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Facebook page is for boomers, so, you know, but I would love if you guys did that and be on the lookout for some sweepstakes coming up. Yeah. Uh, so with all that in mind, keep listening. We love you guys. Sneak up.